Welcome back to Inner Source Alchemy. I am Capri, or maybe it's your first time listening, and if so, welcome. Um, where to begin today? Just to set the scene a little bit, I'm here in Cape Cod, where, um, where I've been spending a lot of time this summer, which is nice, uh, and I've, this is my second week here for this visit. I have like five more days here or something. Closing out summer, I have my daughter. I potty trained her, um, which was like a pretty vigorous activity last week. And um, now we're on the second week of that and it's going really well. Um, haven't really left the house much at all, like because of the potty training, but that has ended up being very grounding and nice because, you know, I just, especially when I'm at home, I always just, I mean, I don't really run around a lot, but there's really not a time where I'm home that much, whether it be like errands to the grocery store or whatever. Um, but I've managed to avoid doing that for the most part here. My mom's here too. So it helps, it helps out. Um, And I spoke on my last episode, it's kind of vague in my mind now, but I remember talking about, like, the self-care and, which, like, please, I'm just never going to say that again in the podcast, self-care. I just can't. I can't say it. Let's just, let's just call it, like, prioritizing self. Um, So that's another thing that I've been doing here, which is great, because I, you know, came out of the first trimester finally feeling better and now really getting into a groove here with the second trimester and so I've been prioritizing myself uh, a lot here and making sure I do yoga every day walks every day I have like these massive stairs I have to go up and down for the beach so I'm doing that just by default Um, so it's nice to be active again after not being active and um I wasn't active a lot in the first trimester, is what I mean. I'm just adding this post-recording, inserted edit comment about the self-prioritization, something that stood out to me when I was listening back to this podcast, is that I only mentioned physical acts that I was doing, like the stairs, the yoga, whatever. Um, But I really want to mention that That was only just because I was brushing through the topic. It wasn't... I wanted to mention, though, that, um, you know, just the act of being here, I think that, you know, self-prioritization is more... It's definitely bigger than just, like, exercise. Um, It's prioritizing what you need in your soul. And for me, coming to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, a place that's surrounded by salt water and being in the salt water almost every day is like so good for me and something that I really value in this lifetime experience. And it actually, I wasn't even sure if I was going to come, but I was like, you know, I know it's going to be good for me. I'm going to go. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to mention that there's, there's definitely more to, to it than just working out, but just giving myself, you know, making choices that are 
all around in favor of benefiting yourself and that, you know, isn't going to harm anyone else. That's what it's all about. And also, dun dun dun, I completed my website. So I was I was taking kind of every break and opportunity or like every moment my daughter was playing on her own to just open up my laptop and do the do the thing. So I finished my website and I definitely want to talk a little bit about this process and like what this business inner source alchemy is to me and at the starting point this is like beta beta launch kind of point um I think it's kind of an interesting thing to navigate and I I think for me I'm I want to share about it on this podcast kind of the inside scoop of it I I would love you know I'm gonna share about my services but I'm also gonna share you kind of the behind the scenes aspect of my process with this because it's a pro there's a process involved and there's emotions and layers and it's it's kind of anyway so I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that I'm gonna mention really quickly um well there's no rush in mentioning this but at this particular date and time the Amazon rainforests or Amazon forests are burning down and if you're looking on Instagram at any of this is you know the the kind of tagline for it is like the our lungs are burning our lungs on the planet and um it's true because that forest there is ample and it provides a lot of protection for our planet and the more it burns down the less protection we have and really the more trees we need to be planting and so one of the things you know with my business and I see this happening all around is as much as it's about helping others and you know as much as I have my own kind of process with it the bigger community at large and the planet at large is is incredibly intrinsic to all of us and it can't be separate and it's so I'm mentioning this and <clears throat> I don't necessarily have a connection to draw from like what's happening with the rainforest to what's what what I'm going to be talking about on this podcast primarily <sighs> but I don't know I feel like I should have a moment of silence and a moment of like prayers for which you know sounds kind of frilly and you know it's like something happens and it's like oh pray for this pray for that and part of me thinks it sounds really frilly and lazy or something but at the same time when I see like donate donate to Amazon donate to this donate I I also kind of shut down a little bit because I'm like I'm I don't feel like I'm in a position to just be donating money and nor do I want to believe that donating money to these organizations is the best path or the only path of how to help and of course like how I live my life can be of of service to the planet to the best that I can and in in ways of continually kind of trying to be better in that way um I saw that there was kind of a popular um 
message going around around this Amazon fire that was that's no uh the Amazon the Amazon's burning down and no one cares. And it's like, why is that going viral? Why is that message going viral? I just that stands out to me so much because I feel like why are you pointing fingers at other people for not caring? It's like this is like a traumatic event on a global level and if you care so much, don't waste your time worrying about if other people care. Just do what you feel is best. And if you want to spread awareness, spread awareness. But, like, I just couldn't believe that, like, in the most popular Instagram um, posts about the Amazon, that that was, like, coming up a bunch. I was like, really? Come on, people. Maybe it's younger people. I don't know. It's just, it's immature and... It's um, it's kind of an old way of thinking that I think it's kind of the problem is looking around and being like, oh, like, I care more. Like, you need to do better. It's like, well, that's a waste of energy to be comparing how you feel about some big crisis to someone else's because everyone deals with traumatic events differently. And even though it's not happening to most of us directly because it's so far away... Um, on some level, because we all are connected and we are connected with Earth, it is a traumatic event and we are going to be affected, whether it's in the form of devastating, you know, weather occurrences that happen as a result of the loss of, of this big canopy of trees, you know, the CO2 rising. Um, but yeah, there's this woman, Rachel Elia. Maybe I'll, I mean, I think I would like to have her on the podcast sometime. I haven't talked to her about that yet, but, um, but she is actually doing a program that's talking about, um, how do we live in times of uncertainty? I, I, I might be butchering it, but I love how she's talking about this concept of, you know, this is like very uncertain times and, but does that mean we neglect ourselves and we just keep fighting for a cause? And no, it doesn't. It means we, we have to keep doing ourselves. Like if the earth is going, you know, there's some messaging out there about that the earth might, not not the earth, the earth is going to be okay in the long run, but the people are really not going to be, it's not going to be habitable, habitable. Um, for uh, much longer in the grand scheme of things. And I have to say, in my when I was kind of in that depression in the first trimester, like, the earth stuff was coming up a lot for me because I was really, you know, like, I'm bringing another child into this world. Like, what is going to be like for them when they're older? I mean, I already have one that's not much old, going to be much older than the next one, but it was just, it was coming up. It was a thing. And, um, meanwhile, here I am in Cape Cod looking at all these lovely birds and the weather's been great and just working on taking deep breaths every possible chance I can get and, um, working on taking deep breaths. Isn't that funny? But, you know, being mindful of that and, mindful of the positive affirmations because ultimately I really really do believe that we all we're gonna do the best work or the best like 
had the most positive impact on the planet and other people by doing the work on and with ourselves first, which, you know, for the example of that comment that was going around about no one cares about this. Why is no one caring? It's like, do your own shit. Do your own work. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Because then maybe you'd be a little more impactful because your little meme about no one else caring is viral. And now everyone's focused on that. It's like, yeah, enough said. So and now I'm talking about it. But I'm not talking about it in like agreement. I'm talking about everyone's processing things differently. It's a trauma. It's a traumatic event. You know, if, if someone hasn't processed their own personal life traumas, damn sure they're going to be pretty numb to the, what's happening in the rainforest. So let's have a little compassion for the fact that there's a lot of, um, I don't know, what's the word? Like disease, disease, disease coming and happening around. And, and that um, leads me to like what I want to be doing in the world and helping others with is really helping them come into their personal power and finding their paths that is most healing. And um, I really, I really have always been most interested in working with women, anyone that identifies as a woman. Um, Probably because that's, I don't know. It's just, I think it's important. I think, um, I think women are super important right now with this climate because with this everything. And so if I can, so my focus for my business, Inner Source Alchemy, is definitely women-based. My target is women. Um, I'm going to be sharing my website soon. I, I have a couple tweaks. Um, and I really feel like, so let me tell, I'll dive into the, the personal story around it now. Okay, so I've been working on the website, um, and it's been a very fun, introverted, creative process for me, and, but I'm keeping, you know, always keeping in mind to the fact that, okay, this is going to be something I share, and my purpose of doing it is to get clients, and also to have a, um, I would say equally at this point in my life, since I'm doing so much mothering and I'm having a baby soon, equally just wanting a platform um, where I can share my blog posts and anyone that's interested can just find everything right in one spot versus like my current situation, which is just like Instagram and Facebook and everything I've put on there is just scattered throughout the ethos. Um, and, you know, a place for me to go a little deeper and a little more vulnerable on my end and also a little bit more, like, direct in what I want to be talking about because I have to cater what I put out in the world on Instagram and Facebook because I know a lot of people are going to see it that it's not going to apply to you and I, and this relates, um, and I, I have a insecurity about putting something out there that I feel like most of the people aren't going to either understand or it'd be relevant to. So this is a place for me to just do whatever the F I want. And, um, 
I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the, the vessel that it is going to be, and it is already. And this podcast is a part of it, so, you know, this is already happening. When the day that I completed it, as far as, like, what I needed to complete in order to send it over to my friend for just a, a preview, um, I was just, like, I had this, like, stomach anxiousness that I don't typically get. And I was like, oh, okay, what is this? And it definitely had to have been related to the, to it, um, to the fact that I was finishing this project and it's been a while and what does that mean? Okay, the next step means I'm going to make it public and I'm going to, you know, let people know it exists and open up myself more to the world and share and, you know, whatever. And, um, I think that that's what my feelings were all about. And, uh, yeah, so that was interesting. And then the next day I was just like super, almost the next day and a half, I was like super in my head about it. Like, okay, what am I going to do next? Like, I'm just gonna, I don't want to put this out. And then I was just like, it was like this old track, this old programming that I have heard before. Um, with other areas of my life, kind of uh, similar areas, though, when I really had to rely on myself and make something happen. And I just feel like all of a sudden, like, holy shit, like, I can't do this. Um, just, just, it's doubtful. And it, and it was just, I was stuck in it, but I was observing it at the same time, too. And I'm thinking, you know, I know that this is common, like, essentially, this is an entrepreneurial venture for me, even though it's virtual. And I always imagined that my first entrepreneurial venture would be a very brick and mortar situation. Um, Not necessarily like a store, but whether it was my private practice or something, you know, but my my first entrepreneurial venture is is virtual based. And in some ways that feels harder to me. It feels like more complicated. Um, but I know it's something I want to incorporate into my business, whether I do turn it brick and mortar one day as well, or something else brick and mortar. Am I saying that right? Hopefully mortar. Um, so I just, I was having doubts and I, I was, but I was observing them and I'm thinking, okay, I think I'm going to have to just go through this. I'm going to have to go through all these feelings and all these thoughts about that are really trying to hold me back. And it's like kind of funny. I'm like, really, really self, like whatever programming you have in you, like you're really trying to make this complicated. So, um, complicated. I mean, like you would think I would have had prepared myself enough over the last 13 months that by the time this rolled around, I would be like, all right, ready to go. But I was like, screech, halt the brakes. I mean, essentially, I haven't even done it yet because I haven't even made it public. But, you know, I'm down for the ride of, like, this being a part of my own self-development just as much as it may help others, and it will help others. And um, with that said, I'm not rushing anything. I, I have to just go through my process with it and... So I was just all in my head, kind of like almost like pressuring myself to do more than I could. And like, I, I was very unorganized and I have to learn, um, there's a thing called attachment style and I, I have to, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in the future once I figure more about it 
out. But um, something called disorganized attachment. That might be my style. But I have to take a sip of water. But don't mark my don't mark my word for it because I'm not I don't know too much about that yet. <sighs> so then I actually talked to my husband on the phone, and he's always just like I mean he's really my best friend, and of course I mean I married my best friend, and um, just such a good listener when I need him to <laughs> to be a good listener, and just and offers really kind of grounded practical responses and. Sometimes I just need to hear my own voice to process things. Hello, podcast. But I was glad that I processed it before I recorded the podcast because I really didn't want to have to process that for you guys. Um, And what I realized, it's something I already knew. So, you know, the voice was telling me I wasn't ready or I wasn't capable. When I already knew, deep down I am. So I just had to kind of like let that other part of me, the capable part of me, override this not capable part of me but I also wanted to identify like what like what can I do here to like really get the the power balance back to where it's going to be supportive of what I'm wanting and not not supportive so um what really clicked for me in my talking about it was I realized and this is something that I've I've learned through working with other business owners very closely and seeing how they function and what I really noticed based on my experience I think that I was able to draw upon um is that I was operating in and I'm all about the feminine and so I was but I was operating in a feminine kind of the female aspect of of everything so like if we think about what what's needed for a business there's like got to be a good balance between feminine and masculine whether you're a man or a woman and um when I was building my website let's just use that as an example uh the structure and the formatting and the the the, all of that is very is the masculine qualities and the feminine is kind of like the creative in between artistic part of it And then so when going into like a business endeavor where things get way more complicated than just building a website, there's got to be a balance. And I've seen a lot of women specifically flail around with their businesses because they're not, there's not enough masculine like qualities to them and like to to the businesses and, and the person probably. And, um, and what that looks like, I think a lot of times is like, kind of just whimsical and like flying on the seat of your pants and lack of planning and lack of like foresight and um but you know the other side of that is creativity and you know maybe perhaps wonderful ideas and um and and maybe some of the genius lies in in the feminine (laughs) but there's also genius in the masculine um, of this business approach because that is the the boundaries and the clarity and the kind of the rigidness that needs to be in place. And so what I realized when I was talking to Tim, my husband, and well, if you didn't know that, you should know that by now, um, was I was just operating fully in this like 
tweaking out feminine, like kind of an imbalance. It's like my feminine was taxed. It was like needing support. It's like, I was just in this mental, like kind of whimsical, like, well, how am I going to know what to do? And like, I just, I have to do, I have to do like, what I had to do like an Instagram live. I have to tell people what about this. And I have to make sure I'm like, I don't even know. I was just like creating all these stories of all these things I all of a sudden had to do, but I had no way of like containing them. So what I realized is like, all right, all right, biatch, not, no offense to the, this is me talking to me. So like, <sighs> cool your jets because I really just need some, some perspective, A, and, um, some structure. So, so that's where I'm at now is I'm like, okay, I'm going to not try to stress myself out and feel like this is just all like above me and it's over the top and I just don't even know if I can do any of this. I need to just make a structure for my business and for how I'm going to create content, which is ultimately just putting the word out. Cause I think I was kind of stressing like, how are people going to know about this? And it's like, it's not up to me how people know about it or how it is to a degree, but it's like, this is a, this is the key part that I realized. I was too worried about if I was valuable enough and I was getting hung up on on something around that idea when I realized, no, 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 no. I need to be focused on creating valuable content, right? So I'm like, how does that look? And maybe it looks like just simply getting out my planner, and which I love anyway, which I haven't really been using a lot in the last like year because I haven't had a lot of structure in my life. And that's probably why I would, like was flailing because I was like, it was like me forgetting that I need to get, stru- I need a little structure. Um, uh, so I, w- I need to just create a structure of, okay, like I would like to have a newsletter go out every season or, uh, whatever it is, like a blog. I want to post a blog like once a month. I want to do a podcast like twice a month. I want to do an Instagram post about this once a week or whatever it is. Like I get to choose, I get to choose those boundaries and I get to change those boundaries. And I think, I don't know, I hope this is helpful if anyone's listening that is doing anything kind of similar or it could probably be applied to other areas of life too, just like managing different aspects of life. It's like, I don't love setting goals. I don't love it. But I really have learned I need to set attainable goals. And another piece for my story and I'll wrap it up on this note and tell you a little bit about the business, is um, ugh, another piece. What was the other piece? Um, is Oh, yeah. I'm having a baby in four months. <laughs> I almost forgot. So it's like I have other things going on in life, and like I, this, this business that I've – just because I'm done with the website doesn't mean all of a sudden – I'm going to make, let this take up 50% of my time. I still have to manage and, and negotiate my time for what's going on in my life and be realistic about that and preparing for this new baby. And like, you know, there's a lot of things going on and, um, and also looking at the timeline of like, okay, you know, once this baby, I know for, for, um, 
All right, so let me just, the next part that I'm going to say I can tie into my, my business offerings that I'm going to share with you. Um, at this point, my offerings are kind of like a three-tier uh, approach that I call healing paths, healing paths. And uh, the work that I'm currently putting out there for, uh, for my official service is one-on-one work. Um, and the paths are yoga, nutrition, um, and then feminine wisdom and women's health and fertility. Kind of a mouthful there. But women's health and fertility does go hand in hand with the feminine wisdom. And I, I mentioned how I want to work with women and, you know, of course, all of the yoga, nutrition, the feminine wisdom, it can be applied. Men can totally, totally, I would say especially the yoga nutrition part, but I definitely want to also blend those things together, especially the yoga and the women's health. Um, but at this point in time, and that's another thing is like, now that I've finished this completion of the website, I'm like already creating things mentally. And I'm like, no, 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 like, Nothing has to be perfect, even if you're creating new ideas. And, like, this is what you're offering right now. Um, I have an introductory rate right now, which is kind of flexible, and it ba- it's based on, like, what... Ooh, I spilled my water. What is uh, needed, and I-, I offer free 20-minute consultations with anyone interested. Um, just to get an idea of if we're good to work with each other because I think I I know enough from my work with with clients that it's really hard to work with someone that doesn't want to or isn't ready to really implement certain things in their life or really isn't in a place of wanting to learn. I've worked with people that are in places where they just haven't like, I'm interested in working with people that are, like, want to be about personal development and they want to be. So, I know that I can only take on probably, like, one client or one, maybe two in the next few months and, um, depending. And I just want to make sure that, you know, and, and who knows, I might not have any clients in the next couple of months and it's, that's okay. Um... But I just I I think it's important to make sure that the relationship is ready on both sides and it's a good fit. Um, and I have no problem like I'm not in a mode of desperation where I'm like oh my god anyone anyone like I truly it's got to be the right people. And then of course there's the other part of me like how do I reach the right people? <laughs> so I'm not gonna worry about that part. I'm just gonna create valuable content and that's it. That's what I've decided. But. Um, I think, like, the reestablishment of our own, like, the feminine masculine balance, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, is super important. And I think um, I love that topic, and I love how I see that kind of manifest in people's lives, the different qualities. And that's kind of yin and yang, too. I mean, I there's also a traditional Chinese medicine approach to everything I'm going to be doing, and a huge classic five element approach being that that's my background um 
which is about kind of constitutional underlying root pattern imbalances, which is what it's all about. It's all about finding like, root causes to these patterns that we have. And there's so many different modalities and like frameworks to find root causes. But I love the what I use for root causes. I love the traditional Chinese medicine, um, specifically the five element, the traditional Chinese medicine um, pattern diagnosis, which you might not know what that is, and that's fine. I won't get um, is great too. Uh, but then also psycho spiritual approaches and like really like this is kind of what I learned within my background um, and what I did with people one-on-one before was really getting, you know, the whole life story and assessing the patterns from that place, not just like the symptomatic patterns, but emotional patterns and connecting the dots and um, giving people real solid... um, tools it's a word that's overused and I'd like to replace it but for my purposes but essentially for now I'll use the word tools to to really get a grip on what what they're going for and like I said I just think that the healing that needs to take place uh collectively and within our communities is so important on individual healing and that's the other thing is I think that community healing is also something that's so under used and undervalued but is so important because there's so much isolated isolation for to begin with but then there's all this isolated healing everyone's doing all their isolated healing work but you know group work I think is freaking fantastic and I really would love to facilitate more of that I've done some moon circles in the past only a couple um but I've done group work in the form of yoga classes too which is more of like a somatic experience um the way I like to tie I kind of try to tie the emotional in the somatic as you go through the practice and yeah and that's kind of what I'm envisioning right now and you know, there's more. There's more that I could say, but the, the, the way it is right now is, is like that. And um, you heard it here first. So I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let this I'm gonna let this podcast episode end. And thank you so much for listening to the end and just your interest. I really appreciate it. I love that people are still listening to this podcast and hanging out and I you know once again please like hit me up give me a review the reviews really help and especially at this point I really want to say like if you genuinely like appreciate what I'm saying and like you feel connected with me please take the moment to like do a review on this podcast wherever the platform you're listening to because I'm going to need to lean on the people that are supporting me now and, like, my friends and family who are supporting me Um, and just, like, asking for help, I think. And that's another thing that really scares me is, like, being like, you may not totally, like, this might not be for you, my service or whatever, but could you still help me reach people that it is for? So for one one of the things you can do is just leave a review on this podcast and that will help it 
become a little bit more visible for who people who might need it and you know that's a great positive step if you could do that it's a step for the planet um okay thank you so much bye